Well, good evening, uh, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch. I'm Pastor Chris, and it is a blessing and joy to be with you here again today. Uh, what a just a gorgeous evening, a gorgeous day that God has given to us. And of course, we celebrate that. Well, I come tonight to you uh, as we gather here with, uh, uh, I guess, some heavy heart, but a heart filled with joy. I uh, learned of another passing of a member of the body of Christ, one that regularly tuned into the front porch every night and uh, he uh, he's with Jesus now of course and uh, want to pray for his wife uh, Kent and Sharon uh, they they were regulars here in the front porch Kent uh, would often on Sundays mention some of the things we talked about and well we will miss him dearly both here on our time together but also uh, at, at the church and uh, and just in life in general uh, gentlemen filled with with life filled with love and and I know tonight that his wife is uh, bearing a great grief. The, the passing was very sudden, and and so we just we just lift up Sharon and her family in our hearts and prayers today. It's, it's just another reminder uh, of of the importance of of our lives and and just just how do we live? How how do we go forward? And you know, often when we face things in this life, it, it just it's just such a such a turmoil thing to um, to just go through, both for the individual families and for the body of Christ. And and you know, we get through them through prayer. And tonight we're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on, and it's I guess apropos that how how this is, has occurred and 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 how we are called as brothers and sisters in Christ to live our lives. In the face of these moments where, without blinking of an eye, things get turned upside down. So what do you say? Let's get started tonight here on the front porch. So what do we do in the face of tragedy, the face of unseen obstacles that are coming at us? For, for Sharon tonight, she, uh, she's at a place that, that she didn't anticipate, even, even, even though, you know, even though she knows that there's a lot happening in the world around us and we live in a fallen, broken world and, and death will come to all of us one day for her beloved husband, Kent, I don't think she thought that today would be the day. And so how do we go forth in this life? How do we, how do we live? What do we do? And, and, and the truth is there's an answer. There's an answer in it. And we can find it in scripture quite a lot, but, but one verse in particular, I want to read to you. It, 
it says this in, in the 16th chapter of Proverbs. It says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. It's the first half of this uh, text. And it's this word, uh, Hebrew word, uh, galal. Uh, could be butchering the pronunciation, but but in the, in the essence, we, we translate it as commit, but what it really means is trust. It means to trust in God. Uh, trust, in, in this context, it is, is saying that trust in how we live our lives. In other words, the, the Hebrew word uh, of work here is really pointing not the, the physical work we do every day, but just the mere fact that we live every day in this life. We, we go about our business. We do the things we're called to do, to, uh, to be entrusted to do. And, and that is because, well, in truth, you know, we live in a fallen world. We live in a broken world. And things are going to happen at an instant. Some things are going to come out planned. I have a service tomorrow for another, uh, another individual in our, in our congregation, in our community. His death was, was, it was a slow process. And so they were there for that family in, in that situation. And then we have a sudden death today. And, and death is not the only uh, transition that happens in life. It could, be, it could be the loss of a job. It could be the sickness of a child. It could be uh, a family falling apart. It, I mean, you, you get the idea. Some happen quick and some happen slow. And what he, we read here in the first half of Proverbs 16 is that, is that our lives, our spiritual lives must be entrusted to God. And that's the first part of it. And before any plans of God may be established, any visions we have that God has given, any of that, before any of that happens, we must trust everything to God. And the biggest part of that is when we pray to God, that God will always answer those prayers. And, and if we don't, I mean, I'm going to say, if we don't trust God completely, then in a sense, when we go to pray to him, we're not playing, praying with a full heart. We're not, we're not truly placing the ability for God to respond into him. Obviously, this past weekend, there was a lot of that trust that went around 20 years ago. I read a story over the weekend about a man who, uh, who was in the Pentagon. And when the planes hit, he, he found himself under some rubble. And the place he was in was filling with smoke. I think it was in one of the rooms right where the plane hit. But it was filling with smoke. And he was finding himself almost in, in panic. And he said, he said, as I laid there with rubble on me and my lungs were filling with the smoke, I, he said, I realized I needed to, to just stop and pray to God. And he said, God, if you just show me a way out. And he began to free himself from the rubble. He, he started crawling towards the light and he realized even then he was trapped. And, and what he ended up experiencing was a grace but more importantly, an answer to the prayers that he had thrown up. He, he got out, he ended up on a, a chopper and ended up in safety. And um, he recounts that to this day. And, you know, when we, when we go to God in those, 
those moments of prayer, when we fall to our knees and say, Lord, hear my prayer, we have to acknowledge that, that, that God does, that, that our trust in him, and that's where it starts, that, that we truly are being set free, if you will, being, being let, uh, let go from the world and, and laid in the hands of God. And so we must commit all of it to and, and then God will open the doors. God's going to close doors. He's going to arrange certain, certain, certain <laughs> circumstances so that life can happen. There's a, in the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is struggling with, how, how, do I, how do I go do what God has called me to do? And, and he knew that he couldn't just go to God in prayer, but, but that he had to go to God in a very deep and very uh, uh, trustworthy way. And in the second chapter, he, he says, and then listen to this. He says, I, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I, I had not been sad in the, his presence before. So the king asked me, why does your face look so sad when, when you're not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of the heart. Nehemiah, and it goes on, but, but basically Nehemiah says that, that you know, I'm sad because the place where my ancestors built and found security, it's, it's in complete ruins. Everything destroyed. And it makes me sad. And the king says, well, well what should we do? And his response is, I, I prayed to God. And he, and he says, as he concludes, he says, and this was, I suspect, something on Nehemiah's heart from God. Can I rebuild? Can I rebuild? But before he says that, he has to pray to God. Now, here's the challenge with this. For some of us, we can pray regularly with a fixed time frame. I'm going to pray from uh, Tuesday morning from 8 to 8.30 or 8 to 8.10. Some might say, as, 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 as I sit in my car before I leave, I, I say a silent prayer. As I, as I sit down for supper with my family, we pray. As I have my lunch, I pray. All of these are very, uh, what I like to call the, the organized time frames for folks to pray. I pray on Sunday mornings. And, and so then we have those kind of, and then we have the prayers where tragedy happens. And for some of us, we instinctively go to this moment of prayer. Lord, please save my loved ones, Lord. Please help those around me because I, I, I need your protection. I, I need I need this strength from you. And, and the truth is it happens what we are given that when we go to God in prayer. But, but we must, here's the key, we must be willing to do that. But what do we do when we can't script it? What do we do when, when tragedy happens? And better yet, what do we do if tragedy isn't happening? You see, the truth is, we can never, we can never rely on these moments to lead us to a place of prayer. Here's what I mean. We know we're going to pray in the morning when we wake up. We know we're going to pray at supper time. We know we're going to pray over lunch. These are our scripted uh, uh, 
kind of sandboxes, if you will, of time for prayer. We know that if tragedy happens, we're going to stop and we're going to say a quick prayer. It may be very short. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. But the truth is, we also just have to be willing to pray, even when it's not in that scripted sandbox place. That we are willing to say to God, okay, here's a situation, Lord. It's on my heart to pray for. So, Lord, will, will you will you hear my prayer? And the truth is, God does hear. And here is where your commitment to prayer must be full. Cannot be just a portion. This is where you must be fully committed. This is what we read in Proverbs. Because listen to it. Let me read it again because it's important. Commit, and, and, and let's put it in the this, in this standpoint of prayer. Commit your prayer to God so that God's plans will be seen. I mean, I mean, that's what this passage truly says to us tonight. Commit ourselves to God in prayer so that the answers from God may be seen, may be understood, may be created by God for us. See, God answers all our prayers. That's what I believe. I believe that fully. I know there are certain moments where it does not seem, it is not understood that, that we, we fully see those prayers. But the truth is they're there. We have to be willing to acknowledge the need for prayer in our life, not just when it's convenient or not just when tragedy happens, but it must happen even in the most unscripted circumstances, the most unscripted moments in our lives. Because that's when I think sometimes we're the most vulnerable and willing to share to God. I've told folks over the years, pray as you're driving to work. You've got a 10, 15 minute drive to work. There should be no reason, no reason whatsoever that you can't take time to talk with him. There, there's no reason other than you're not fully committed to God. And I know that may be harsh to say. Maybe maybe even most of you say, what well, I am fully committed to God, Pastor. That's, that's part of my DNA of my life. But, but the challenge is for us to look at that and say, how, how often do I truly talk with my Savior? And if you're doing that, wonderful. Then, then your objective is to take what you are doing, how you uh, commune with God, and share that and instruct others in it. It's not for you to just fully hold on to, but it's to be fully committed to and then therefore share beyond that into a new space. Because without prayer, I'm going to tell you, in my experience, we are, we are going to be struggling in life, friends. We're going to be filled with anxiety or depression. And I think a lot of it comes from that. Not being willing to let it go and give it to God. Because we want to bottle it in all day long. I think in, in some regards, kneeling beside our bedside, or at least teaching our children to do that, is we might need to get back to that as a nation, as a society, as a world, as a whole. Because it begins to allow and begins to teach the importance of Falling to your knees at any moment, not just at tra tragedy moments or, 
or moments where we organize it, but even just sitting here, I need to pray. So being fully committed to God in prayer tonight, friends, is so vital, so important. And so as, so as you're sitting there, as, as you're looking across this great chasm, if you will, as you're looking across this great spectrum of life, do you ask yourself, or are you wrestling with having that conversation with God? I know you may not see God tonight. I know you may not even be hearing from God tonight. Yet, as we look at Proverbs 16.3, we are reminded to be fully committed to God in all that we do, in prayer and in action in the world. But, but in prayer, look, if you're hurting, if you're struggling, if you're, if you're filled with angst or doubt, I want to... I want to lean on you tonight to say, turn to God. Turn to God. Because it is in that relationship, it is in that very moment, friends, that if you do that, oh, you will find a great blessing. You will find a great joy in your life life around you. I'm going to take a moment to pray because I think as I've just been talking, prayer is so important to us. But if you're going through something tonight, this prayer is for you. This prayer is to remind you to be committed to Him. The Lord be with you. Loving Father, tonight, Lord, I come to you in prayer and supplication. I come to you, Lord, asking for your grace and mercy. Lord, you pour out your, your, your peace upon my dear sister Sharon and her family tonight. They, they come and they, they, they worship with us every night here on the front porch. And I know that, well, he is off with, with Jesus now, but I wish he was still with us. For all of us, Lord, we, we need that reminder, that strength to be fully committed to you, to be embraced by you, to be lifted up. And so, Lord, tonight as we find ourselves here in prayer, just ask Lord for your for your wisdom as we as we work, oh as we work so hard to truly to truly commit ourselves in our life of prayer to you. So that we live our lives differently, but in doing so we are heard by your voice, by your love for us. And so Lord, we thank you for your grace in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for the hearing of our prayers and answering those prayers without question. We ask, Lord, that for tonight you give us the courage and the wisdom to see the importance of that in our lives. Lord, I, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for this precious gift of your son, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the love, for the hope you have for us. Lord, all of this I lay into your beautiful arms. All of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So friends, as you go forth, uh, 
from this night as you wrestle with your faith or you wrestle with whatever going on just just you know what just stop as we depart the front porch tonight just take a moment and and just talk to god it doesn't have to be formalized like i just did it can just be hey god i'm here and i'm struggling struggling and lay my life into your arms and trust in him greater than ever before friends trust in him in your full life and if you do that if you're able to truly do that things will change i promise you things will change well i thank you friends for uh, stopping by the front porch here tonight it's a gorgeous evening and i hope you're able to sit back and relax a little and so until tomorrow when we gather again May God bless you. May God keep you. And may you know the love of Christ in your life. Thanks for stopping by the front porch. And we'll see you tomorrow.